Are you ready to listen to my dad Joe and Uncle Justin talk about sports? Now on with the show. The Joe Mays and J Raff Show is brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop, which have been serving the greater Westlawn area delicious food for over 70 years. You are listening to the Joe Mays and J Raff Show. Boring. A <clears throat> weekly podcast about sports since 2011. Don't you ever get tired of being wrong all the time? With a focus on football. Second to go. Pass. Ha! Got it. Touchdown. This guy has had some year. Al, I've got to tell you, in a pressure situation, I don't know if I have ever seen. Anybody be better than Matthew Stafford and Cooper Cup? Wow, what a drive. Fourth and one. Burrow trying to keep it going. Gets spun down, gets it away, and incomplete. Rams now running down to celebrate with a defensive play. And guess who? Guess who? I mean, you don't even have to think about it. Pointing to the ring finger. When everything was on the line for the Rams, Yes, we know it was Aaron Donald. But the Rams were built to win the Super Bowl, and they have sealed the deal. Now, here are your hosts, Joe Mays and Justin Raffoff. So happy. <laughs> so that may be the greatest almost start to the show ever. As uh, well, we have a special guest. I'm gonna bring her in here because what I'm about to say will make no sense unless you see who it is. And there she is, the birthday girl, happy my daughter, birthday. Natalie, ten years old today, making Justin and I feel really old. Yeah, well, that one hurts, Justin. Uh, ten, a whole decade down. Uh, but right before we got on the air, as the That's intro was playing, you say it that way. Oh my gosh. a whole decade, one decade down and many more to go. And as we're about to go, go live, Natalie says, I really hope Dallas <laughs> wins. And Justin just let out an audible gasp and like, uh-huh. uh, uh. <laughs> so that was very funny. Thank you for that. For that comic I relief. Said, I said, I want... I want the Cowboys to win, but I feel like the 49ers are going to win. And he's just like, ah. Well, it's 9-9 nine to nine yes. in the third quarter. So we'll keep an eye on that game. And we're going to briefly talk about a few of the other games. But we have you here this evening because, well, you've been really getting into football over the last two months. And one of the things you wanted for your birthday was just a book about football. So. But I got a trivia book for football. Right. So it's called Big Book of Who, the football edition. It's part of the Sports Illustrated Kids line of books. And this morning, after she opened it, she was quizzing mostly me. But Mommy was there for a bit, too. Kelly was answering some questions. But we're going to try our hand at trivia here as we watch Cowboys 49ers and also, if we run out of trivia, we are going to talk about the other games because yesterday we had two games played and we found out a few other teams that are making the championship games, yes. which are the Kansas City Chiefs, who beat the Jacksonville Jaguars with the help of friend of the show, Chad Henney, once again. Yeah, that was awesome. To see. Yes, that was super cool. You're wearing the, your I am. anything I is have, possible shirt. I have one of them on right here. I said tomorrow would be a good day to wear the Wilson anything is possible to school. Uh, so so Chad leading the, the Chiefs on a 98-yard touchdown drive, which was awesome. Longest scoring drive in postseason history for the Chiefs. Yeah. Now yeah. has Chad Henney attached I was, to it. I was awed, and I was like, I'm in the middle of playing with my sister, and when Patrick Mahomes got injured, I was like, oh, they're going to put Henney in. <laughs> they, I they knew were. that snap right away. And then I was saying earlier, like, my dad knows a guy who knows Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> I said, is that two degrees? Yes, uh, it is. So it is. that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. So um, 
But in addition to the Chiefs besting the Jaguars, we also had last night the Eagles dominating the Giants. So Philadelphia has punched their ticket to the NFC Championship game. They will play the winner of this game that we're watching right now. And like I said, it's 9-9 to tie in San Francisco between the Cowboys and 49ers. Earlier today, we found out who the Chiefs will be playing in the AFC Championship game. And where the game will be played. And where the game will be played. And because the Bengals upset the Bills, it will not be neutral field in Atlanta. It will be at Arrowhead, or what used to be called Arrowhead, in Kansas City. Yeah, I didn't even know that had changed until I saw like the press stuff yesterday, like the press conference stuff. Yeah, I don't even know how to say it. Gia, Gaia, right? It's G E H A Stadium Arrowhead Field, or yeah, something, or, or something Field at Arrowhead, or right? Something like so, that. Chad Henney, the Chiefs, in it for a fifth straight year. Chad Henney, as a player, though, in it for a sixth straight year. And I almost tweeted out yesterday that that was an NFL record, but I did not know if it was. Last year, we did some searching. And could come up with many people that had played in four in a row. Right. Then we thought we may have found a few that had played in five in a row, but I didn't go into the full research to see if anyone has ever played in six in a row. I don't believe any teams have ever made six in a row. So already, I think, no, I don't think any team had made five in a row. I'm not sure there have been, the Patriots made a bunch. Did they make right, five? Not five in a row. I don't think it was I five in a row. So. So I don't even think Tom Brady has played in that many in, in a row. Chad no. is now appearing in his sixth straight AFC Championship game as you date to January 2018 with the Jacksonville Jaguars, who lost to the Patriots, but now the next five with the Kansas City Chiefs, who at times have also lost to the New England Patriots. But we don't have to worry about that this year. So we're all yes. thankful for that, right? No yes, no Patriots. In the, we have to, we don't have to worry about that. Thank you, Bills. Yet no, no thank you, Bills. Yes, Natalie has adopted my uh, fandom and rooting interests as she knows to root against the Jets, Bills, and Patriots at all times, so I appreciate that. But, well, Natalie, why don't we turn the floor over to you? Why don't you uh, hit us with some trivia questions, some NFL trivia questions as we watch yes. Cowboys 49ers. So mm-hmm. what, do, what do you got for us first? Um, so this, is, this chapter is called Yardage Kings. So like, lot, it's going to be like the records about Who's run? All right, I feel like you've already asked run. me a few of those, so we'll see what new ones come up. Yep. All right. Who has the record for most receiving yards in one season? Most receiving yards in one season. Well, I, I mean, at points this year, both Tyreek Hill and Justin Jefferson were chasing that record, I believe. Yeah. Neither of them, they kind of both cooled off enough at the end of the year that they didn't threaten it. I. Even with an extra game. Even with an extra game, right. So, most receiving yardage in a season. You think it's Calvin Johnson? No. No? Randy Moss? I, if I had to guess, I would probably say Moss or Jerry Rice. Those would be Well, Jerry guesses. Rice always comes up just but, because of his longevity, but I, I wasn't ever sure if he led the league in yardage. Right. I know he, he has a touchdown record. Again, a longevity plays along, right. uh, goes a long way for that. So his touchdown record is also like absurd. It's like an absurd record too. like, I, I think I'm going to go with Jerry Rice is my guess. Right. Justin's saying Jerry Rice. I'm going to say, oh boy. I'm going to say, I'll say Calvin Johnson. Okay. Calvin Johnson is correct. Yeah. Oh man. Megatron. Shows where I'm at. I was like, no, it's not him. <laughs> no, it's I don't not know him. who it is, but it's not that guy. All right. Okay, good. So we got that one. Yep. So what's next? You know what? That makes me even happier that that Calvin Johnson is still the record holder for that. Yeah. I, I was I like, you know what's crazy? Calvin Johnson played at Georgia Tech. I know. Not exactly your pass first offense. No. All right, Natalie, what's what's our second trivia question? Who was the first quarterback to rush for a thousand yards in in a season? One season. Did any? Did, now I feel like I want to jump in and say Michael Vick right away, but did anyone rush for a thousand yards as a quarterback before him? I don't think so. Did he? Has he ever rushed for a thousand yards I as a quarterback? I don't know. I don't know that he has. I. <sighs> Boy. So I feel like I've been watching. There's this really cool. Uh, TikTok account where a guy just sits there and they ask him these questions, but he has to name like the top 10. 
Oof. They're like, what are the who are the top ten in, in this? And he has to, and a lot of times he's just pulling out names and they're not on right, the list. Right, but. and and not having to be like, oh, so and so is third is different than just be like, because you do have a range. Yeah, I would probably guess Vic, but I, I, I right. don't. I, we're gonna say Michael Vic. Yes, it was Michael, Michael Vic. All right, Michael hey, Vick. that's not too Dude, bad for us. That's not that too bad. Michael Vic, remember remember the commercial where it was like the the roller coaster slash video game thing where like. He was just running crazy in in Atlanta. Yeah, man, that was that was wild. You couldn't you couldn't see like hadn't seen anything like that before. All right, so what is question number three, Natalie? Who is the only player to lead the NFL in rushing for five straight seasons? Five straight, I. Barry Sanders? That that would have to be my uh, that would have to be my guess. Barry Sanders. No. Oh no. Oh, oh your dad said he got one. He got one of them right. right. So uh which one did he get right? I'm not sure. He just commented, so I'm gonna say maybe the Mike Vick one. Uh not the Calvin uh the Megatron one. Um five straight years to lead yeah. the league in rushing. So let's see. So now I'm thinking, I, I thought for sure it was going to be Barry Sanders, but yeah. So, so the, his team was so bad. So your dad said he did. He got the Michael Vick one. Okay. Um, I. Hmm. What about, see, could this go way back? Could it be like Jim Brown? Well, that's one of the questions that we can ask. We can say like time is like recent or, or okay. past. Okay. No. Do we want we want to like uh we want to use one of our lifelines? We want to narrow the question yeah, down. Yeah, we'll narrow yeah you down. get um th- three hints per per question. Right, right. I don't have to phone my friend because he's right here. <laughs> right, the person the, I would ask. Right, the person that I would use to help this question is sitting here with me. So, all right. Well, anyone in the chat? Okay, here, here we got it. So, I was also going to possibly say Emmett Smith. He came to mind, but your dad also hit on one that also right. was in there. Was Jim I, Brown? I think I would probably guess Jim Brown first. Here's the thing: Jim Brown only played. A I know short he career. only had like he only played for eight or nine years, right? right. Which honestly, but he eight was or dominant nine years, when he played, right? I think it's Jim Brown. Do we want to? Do we want to narrow it down before we get the buzzer? Like the you got it wrong buzzer. Do we no. want to see? Oh my gosh! What a catch right kiddo. Um. Or or error. We could ask for the you know just say yeah. Let's, modern. let's ask. All right, like Natalie, did this happen in our lifetime? Yeah, since nineteen like nineteen ninety to now, or before nineteen ninety. Like something. Do you want me to give this specific year or J- just tell us like the decade that it happened in? Decade. Does it list? It's, like it's in between two decades. Like. Okay. Do we just say both of them then? Like say nineteen fifty. Late 1950s, early 1960s. Late 50s into the early 60s. I don't know that Jim Brown's that old. I, that's what I was thinking. I was thinking he was in the 60s, not late 50s in the 60s. Although it could have started if it was like 59 Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I think I'm going to go, go Jim go Brown. Go Jim, Jim Brown. I, like, I, just because if it's not him, I still don't know who I pick from that era. You know maybe what I mean? it's Lenny Moore. But wouldn't I think Lane Moore's before that? Right. Yeah. Well. But that would uh, be incredible. Okay. We'll say Jim Brown. Yes. Yeah. All right. Uh, yes, good job. Your yes. dad nailed it. That was that was a that was a good one. Was watching. So uh, we've got ten ten viewers right now for sure. Um, uh, Pop Up's probably watching. Yes. Uh, hi, Pop Up. Uh, Pastor Jeff is watching. Uncle Pastor Rich Jeff. is watching. So Hi, I'm sure he was happy that we made fun of his Patriots, like always. <laughs> so, all right, hit us with another one. What's the next trivia question? Who was the first player to be the AP Offensive Rookie of the Year and later an NFL MVP? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Who was the first player to be AP Offensive Rookie of the Year and then eventually an MVP? Oh, Justin's mom is watching too. So say hi to say hi to Cheryl. Hi, Cheryl. <laughs> um, oh boy, offensive. Did you say offensive player of the year or offensive rookie of the year? 
offensive rookie of the year. And then went to be player of the year. And then and then does it say if that happened in the same year? Were they rookie of the year and player of the year? Or just uh, you said went on to be, oh, so I'm Kel- wondering Kelly's if Kelly's mom's watching too. Oh, oh hi, grandma's grandma. watching. Hi, grandma. All right, you're stumbling us with this one. Uh, I'm not even really, really sure so, where to start. Uh, we're getting some happy birthdays for you now. <laughs> Everyone's saying happy yeah. birthday. I yeah, man, that's tough. All right, um, I'm, I think we need. We're gonna phone a not phone a friend. We're gonna call in a lifeline. We're gonna ask for the team that they played the for. Team. All right, here here it is. Houston Oilers. Ooh. Okay, is this like Warren Moon? So here's the thing about Warren Moon is interesting because didn't Warren Moon play for the yeah. like not the CFL the like um we played for the Vikings yeah but he he did, what did Reggie White do they played in like the USFL oh. or something first or th- something didn't right they? Um, or see it maybe Warren Moon was CFL it was weird they played in another league I thought first and then came over so like I don't know that that would that might make it harder for him or what about like Eddie George. Was he? He wasn't ever MVP, though, was he? I could see him as being. If he was, rookie. that's pretty crazy to win a Heisman and be an MVP. Like, not that you know. Yeah, I feel like that. But probably, just that would be crazy. Um, I don't. I don't know where else to go besides. I, I who's the, what? Who's the other Houston running? Earl Campbell. Ooh, I would go with Earl Campbell. You want to go with Earl Campbell? Well. I mean, I'm just guessing until I, I just, I'm going to get one right. The only names that come to my mind that could have worn the Houston Oilers uniform and had that kind of offensive prowess are Earl Campbell, Eddie George, and Warren Moon. Now, I very well could be forgetting someone, and maybe that, that's obvious, but anyone listening live, anyone uh, want to put their guesses in the chat before we get Natalie to answer the question? I think we're going to go with Earl Campbell. I, I think I'm going to go with Earl Campbell just because I think Warren Moon has that weird thing of like where his career right, started. Right, right. All right. So, Natalie, our final answer is going to be Earl Campbell. You are correct. Yeah. Oh, all right. Nice. That's, we're doing pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You got Jamie Sands in there with Earl Campbell, too. So, running back to running back. I was going to say, does not surprise me that Sands would know that. Okay. All right, Natalie. What's our next one? Who holds the record for most rushing yards? In one season by an undrafted player. Oh. Oh. I, I didn't know that oh. qualifier was coming, um, and I'm like, I think I know this. But. Priest Holmes? It wasn't Priest Holmes undrafted? I don't know. Because I thought he was undrafted with the Ravens for a year or two and then left and went to Kansas City. Right, right. And became I, a big deal that, in Kansas I City. I think that might be. Do we even want to narrow it down or should no, we just go? All right, Priest Holmes. No. Oh, no. No, no, no. Okay. Um. Oh, man. The Cowboys just had a huge sack on third down, and there was defensive holding. Oh, that's rough. That's rough. All right, Natalie. I just hate to see it. How about – so you gave us team on the last one. Let's do the – let's do um, era specific. Is this player – did this player play more recently, like 1990 to present, or did they play earlier? Before 1990. He played in the 2000s. What about... Was Jamal Lewis drafted? See, there's some like... I thought Jamal Lewis... So... This one is a okay, so hard one. You said Jamal Lewis. I was thinking Jamal Anderson. Oh, no, from the <laughs> but, Falcons? Right, right, right. No, no, no. But, yeah, Jamal Lewis... See, I don't know if some of those guys like were they undrafted players. I, I thought Priest Holmes thought, was undrafted, so I thought Jamal Lewis was. Are you uh, looking it up? No, I'm no, not. No. Pop text. Pop texted me. I thought Jamal Lewis. For some reason, I feel like he played at Miami, but I don't know that. I, I don't know that, and I feel like if he did play at Miami, there I don't see how he could have been undrafted. However, I don't know that he played at Miami. That could just be a thing that's. Well, I'm trying to think of of running backs that were undrafted and then made it big and, and would have. He didn't play there in the 2000s. I know. I feel like that. Like I know. You know. I remember the 2000s. Well, Jamal Lewis was 2000s. Right. That's what I mean. Like I remember him, or I remember. Yes, but I meant in college. Like, oh, like, you oh know I got you. I, mean? like, I got you. So, like, I remember those Miami teams, and I don't remember him being on those. So, okay. Well, 
So we're wrong with Priest Holmes. Man. This one's going to be... This one's frustrating. Yeah, this one I... Okay, can you repeat the question again? Yeah, this one I I didn't expect you to get right away. Uh, Who holds the record for most rushing yards in one season by an undrafted player? One season rushing yard by undrafted player. Because Priest Holmes was it. It's not like was Peyton Hillis drafted. Um, I don't know, but would he have had rushed for more than Priest Holmes did? And was he in the two thousands or was he in the teens? Like, so Priest Holmes played from ninety seven to two thousand and two thousand one to two thousand and seven, and he was the rushing yardage leader in two thousand and one. I'm trying to see. So he played at Priest Holmes played at Texas. Yeah, and he was undrafted. So we're looking at someone who rushed for more yards than Priest Holmes did in 2001. That's pretty impressive that you got the Priest Holmes one, though. <sighs> um, oh, update. Um, did you read this, it wrong? This player did play in the 2000s, but he also played in the um, early to mid... 2010? Yes. Okay. Okay, so actually even more recent in the last, you know, you might not have been alive quite yet. Uh, it says something about 2016, so. Oh. oh. See, now this is frustrating because it's someone I feel like yeah, we, we should, should know. know uh, Sean it's, Alexander, he was definitely a, drafted. For he's not Alabama, on a team Alabama, that we, like, love. He's on, like, one of those okay teams. Okay, but it's not a team we hate either. Yeah, it's not a team we hate. All right. Um... Priest Holmes ran for fifteen hundred fifty-five yards this year. That year, so there's another undrafted guy that ran for over almost sixteen or hundred or more yards. I'm trying to think of some of the guys who led the league in rushing. Um, more recently, you had guys like Derrick Henry. Um, yeah. Back in the 2000s, you had guys like Ladainian Tomlinson. Like they so were all obviously 2000s, drafted. Um, early 2000s, late 90s, early 2000s. It, you know, Curtis Martin, Corey Dillon. I don't know that any of these guys ever led the league. I'm just right. trying to think of like running backs. So Sean Alexander was a good one, but he was definitely drafted at Alabama, I believe. He was Alabama. Yeah. Um, your mom says, Oh, we know it's not a Raven. <laughs> Technically, Priest Holmes was a Raven, but not when he set the record. Or what I thought was a record. I always thought it was Priest Holmes. So that one's undrafted running backs. This one's going to make me really angry. Well, I feel like we need to narrow it down to a team. Yeah. yeah. All right, Natalie, what team did he set the record for? Houston Texans. Oh, was it Arian Foster? Oh, it must. It was Arian Foster, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, good job. All right, there we go. I didn't know Arian Foster was undrafted. Uh, yeah. You're, you're Actually, right. you know what? Yeah, I did, because that was a big thing back when he was still playing. Yeah. All right, Natalie. Yeah, was really good. That was a tough one. We should have probably known that one. I, I should have been able to pull that one out. It's like Priest Holmes. So Aaron Foster, what did he – does it say how much he rushed for? How much he rushed for? Yeah, uh, that season that he led so the league or had the most yardage as an undrafted player. Was it 1,600, 1,700 yards? Does it say? I'm trying to find that. McCaffrey just scored. San Francisco took the lead. It's going to be really interesting. Early, early fourth quarter. So, all right. Well, if it doesn't say it now, I can find it. So, why don't we move on to another oh, question? Wait. 1,616 rushing. There we go. There we go. So, yes, yeah, so over 1,600. So only a little bit more than Priest Holmes. Yeah, what, 61 yards? Right. All right. What's the next one? Who has the most yards from scrimmage in a season? Most total yardage, yards from scrimmage says, in a season. Who has the most yards from scrimmage in a season? Well, I would think it has to be a running back. Because you're not going to get a ton of rushing yardage from a receiver, but you're yeah. going to get a lot more receiving yards those, from a is rusher. Is one of those Adrian Peterson years? Possibly. Could be. Where he was like close to 2,000-some yards rushing. And also like... Would have some receiving, I would think. Um, could be because I don't. I don't think 
I don't, could Christian McCaffrey have done it? No. No, because of his injury. Well, the first enough. couple of years, though, I thought, like, before yeah. he started getting hurt, I thought. Yeah. But those teams weren't very good. But, like, right. So like, right. I, I don't know. Um, do we want to just guess or we want to narrow it down? I want to guess Adrian Peterson first. Okay. Because, like, it doesn't do me any good to narrow it down without guessing. Sure. So I'll try All right. Adrian Peterson. No. No. Is this a more modern player? Like um, 2000, 2010s? He set, he set the record in 2009. Okay, well, it's not Christian McCaffrey. No. 2009. Record in 2009. What, what does... Is there... Does the chat think it's anybody? Uh, chat has not chimed in on this one yet. So we're looking for the player that has the most yards from scrimmage. In a single season. Yes, in a single season. So, 2009. See, I feel like LaDainian Tomlinson would have been a better option a few You're years right. prior to that. I wasn't thinking through on that. That would be a good guess, oh, though. Oh, it's Chris Johnson. Yeah. I think it's Chris Johnson because yeah. he rushed for close to or yes. over 2,000 yards in, in 2009, right. I believe. Right. So, he would have added a few yes. hundred yards receiving. Chris Johnson of the Tennessee Titans. Yes. Yes. Does it say how many total scrimmage yards he had? Do you know why I know that for sure? He was on your fantasy team. He was on my fantasy fantasy team. Over 2,000. Okay. He was on my fantasy team. And when you and I went to the link to watch Drew Brees and the future Super Bowl champion New Orleans Saints beat Kevin Cobb and the Eagles that year, Chris Johnson had a bizarro game. Like, because I remember just like getting updates. And at that time, the cellular was not great, no. so I was looking at the boards around the link yeah, to like and update they would, they the would stats. Show, they would, even back then, they would show fantasy, and stats I was just like laughing that. at like the game that Chris Johnson was having. Right. It was absurd. All right, so we did pretty good with that one. What's the next? By one? the way, that was also Mike Vick's first game as an Eagle. Now he didn't play that game. Oh, wasn't really because he was still suspended. Ah, uh, yeah. He he. That was his first game because I remember there were the protesters outside. <laughs> oh, two of them. <laughs> Your dad guessed Brian Westbrook. That's, that's oh, a, that's that, a good guess. Yeah. All right, what's the next one? Next question. Who is the only player to rush for 1,500 or more sh- more yards in four straight NFL seasons? 1,500 yards rushing in four straight NFL seasons? Yes. I feel like I asked that one to you. Well, I feel like you've asked similar ones. Yeah. But like, I immediately go to... Uh, like Emmett Smith and Barry Sanders... And uh, I don't know. Derek Henry has Derek Henry done it four years in a row. I don't know. Like he got injured in last year, so that right, probably. But I know sucked. last year, even though he was out, he still led the league in rushing, but maybe not at fifteen hundred yards, right? You know, like because it's such so different. Um, but I also like. I feel like this is a trivia book. They're not going to repeat a lot of names, and we've already done Jim Brown, Earl Campbell, right? So you don't uh, right. Barry Sanders. I think Derrick Henry may have been an answer earlier. I've, I'm going to say LaDainian Tomlinson. No. No. That okay. Is, that is a very good guess. Justin, you want to you wanna give a guess? I'm going to say Adrian Peterson. No. Okay. Can you give us the year or the, the year, the time period? Time period. The 90s. The 90s? It's Emmett Smith. No. No. Oh, man. Is it someone we've talked about already? Yes. Barry Sanders. Yes. Oh, see, the better version. When we Emmett make Smith. an assumption, what ends up happening? Right. Yeah. Uh, we're making an assumption that they weren't going to repeat answers, but there we go. Okay. So that makes sense because Barry Sanders was an answer earlier when I forget what was the one you answered asked me earlier? Who. I, Barry Sanders was the answer, though. So yeah, I forget what the question was. Mm-hmm. All right, what's next? Well, I asked this. I asked this one to you. Yeah, don't first, overthink it. it don't was, overthink it. That's what your dad Preach. It's the first Life question advice. I asked you out of this book when I opened it this morning. 
who is the running back with the most receiving yards in his NFL career? Let Uncle Justin. Let Uncle Justin. Most receiving yards in his NFL career. Yeah. I answered this one already. Are you starting over or is this just the question? This is that. That was just the question I flipped to. Oh, okay. I got you. I would probably. I would probably guess Ladanian Tomlinson for this one. Is that your final answer? That's my final answer. No. I mean, I'd love to guess Westbrook, but I don't think it was long enough for him to have enough for his career. You know, no, it's a, it is a, uh, it's a very well-known Super Bowl winning running back. Played for multiple teams, not just one. But when he set the record, it he was for the Rams. Oh, yeah, you know it. Oh, um, oh, I do know. Started his career with the Colts. Yeah, he went from the Colts, went to the Rams. <laughs> yeah. We've had a guy at Wilson. We had an assembly. This is probably like a decade ago now of a guy whose locker was next to him. Let's see. Uh, um, let's see if uh, the chat can get it before you did. Yeah. yeah they are going to get it before I do. <laughs> so the question yeah, is, what running name. back has the NFL record for most receiving yards as a running back? And we've already given hints that he started his career with the Colts. This is one of the finished with the Rams and won the Super Bowl with the Rams. He is a Hall of Famer. Yes. <laughs> Tell me when they get it. They're we'll see. Get it before We're me. waiting for it. See it. There it yeah, is. It Jamie is. Sands. Is. Marshall Falk yep. is yep. the answer. Yes. Marshall so. Falk. Marshall Falk is a, always a good one. So our forty-three yard attempt here. All right, Nat. What's next? Who has the most all-purpose yards in one season? Drilled it. Most all-purpose yards in one season. He um, was for the New Orleans Saints. Alvin Kamara? No. All-purpose yards. Is that like return yards, too? Yeah. Because yards from scrimmage is he just said, receiving and rushing. That he said they called him Mr. Everything. Because I was going to say, could it be Reggie Bush? Because he was right. He was punt and kick returner. Yeah. Ru- running back and yeah. receiving yards. Is uh, that, is that the not, that's, that's not it. For the Saints. It's not counting passing yards, right? Right. This isn't, this isn't, a, like, this isn't a quarterback question, right? I don't. I don't think he's a quarterback. I feel like you would know. If Read the like question that. again. Who yards. has the most all-purpose yards in one season? Like in the history of the NFL. In the history of the NFL. And he played for the Saints. Yes. Two thousand eleven. He set the record. And it's not Reggie Bush. It's not Reggie Bush. It is not Reggie Bush. Was it Deuce McAllister? Oh. That's a good one. That's a good one. Did you hear Uncle Justin? What did he say? He said Deuce McAllister. Actually, isn't it? It is not. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, now I'm really confused. Does, well, do, does the does the chat? They yeah. Jamie Sands is also also said Reggie Bush and Deuce McAllister. Um, you know, I mentioned Alvin Kamara more recently. I, I, it's not Mark Ingram. I can't. It's it, is, it is not marking. Right. Yeah, Sand says he's out. I, I'm just the Saints thing throws me off because right. I can't so, think of and who would have been a great Saints player in 2011. Well, so like I'm trying to he, think is it maybe a receiver? Wait, right. Oh, like, is it Marcus Colston? He I feel like that was joined, more recent than 2000. He joined the Philadelphia Eagles <gasps> for 2014. Oh, it's um the the short the small running back oh, Darren Sproles Darren Sproles yes oh nice okay I, I could not Kansas State right yeah I could not think of his name he was the Darren Sproles spent some time talking to the the undersized Kansas State running back this year he retired after the 2019 season yeah he yeah. played for a long time yeah. I didn't realize he had that big of a year in 2011 <laughs> good for him <laughs> <laughs> yeah why not also a fan because he came to the Eagles. <laughs> All right, what's next? Who has the most career receiving yards for a tight end? Career? Yes. I, career. Tony Gonzalez? Yes. 
Yeah. Yeah. For now. I was going to say, I know Antonio Gates was chasing him, but I believe Gonzalez kept that record. Um, I've asked you this one. So you asked me this one? Yes. All right, we'll ask it to Uncle oh, Justin gosh. then. Who holds the mark for longest kick return? Oh, is it Devin Hester? No. Oh. Nope. Just by sheer volume. I was yeah, no. <laughs> like, she's <laughs> asked me a few, and I was like, Devin Hester, Dante Hall, Cordero Patterson. Um, is, this is the one. He plays for the Ravens, right? No. Oh, okay, I'm getting my kick return questions confused then. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I'm not sure. Yeah, there was one with the Ravens that I asked you at the kitchen table before the party. Earlier. What? Give him, give Uncle Justin what, the team. What's the team? The Vikings. He's oh. still active. Yeah, he is still active. I have. Who's he play for now? Do you know? Oh my God, I have. I don't know if he was traded, but I know what cards I. No, he. If you opened his card this year, he's still on that team. Okay. Yes, I do have him. Do you remember what team? Now Joey is said, it the, "Is it the Giants?" I no, it's it. not the Giants. Joey said, "Cordell, Cordell Patterson." I that would be my guess. Yes. Okay, because yes, I know he Patterson. played for the Vikings. Yeah, that's who he was drafted by. It's for right, as a wide right. receiver and, and kick yeah, returner. He's, he's kind of been like a he's kind of a slash trades, player. Yeah, like, but really, honestly. The kick returning, he was gr- he was great in Minnesota, but he's kind of a better all around player in Atlanta. In Atlanta, yeah, on a bad team like that's in, uh, he yeah. has played for a few other teams between Minnesota yes, and yes. Atlanta, yes. and he may have played for the he's Giants for around. a year. I don't said, know. The first sentence is on the first play of a 2013 game between the Minnesota Vikings and the Green Bay Packers. Cordero Patterson, Patterson of the Vikings broke the record for the longest kick return in NFL history with a 109-yard return for a touchdown. As long as it's going to get. And as long as it's against the Packers. All right, so what's the next one? Who has the record for most passing yards by a rookie? Most passing yards by a rookie. Okay. Dan Marino. I guess his big year was his second year. Just trying to think through this. Oh, when did when did they kick a field goal? No, you, Uncle, you heard Uncle Justin say he's kicking a making a forty two yeah, yard attempt. Yeah, forty seven yarder. So now he's missed an extra point, but has kicked two field goals. <laughs> now the extra point was blocked, but a lot of people feel like he was going to miss by yards to the left oh, because really? it was not a good kick. All right. So, rookie quarterbacks, I, I feel like if it wasn't Marino, I feel like this is probably a 2000s and on person. Yeah, well, just, I'd be surprised if it's not. Oh, that's a good guess in the chat. Oh, yes. Now, so, now, yes, because, and, and I'm kind of thinking of the fantasy side here, where it doesn't necessarily mean they won a lot of games their first year, but they throw a lot. So someone like Peyton Manning right. or Andrew Luck would be really good guesses. Yeah, well, I, I think, think that's a good one. And uh, we need the, we still have to work out getting Andy on the show. Yes, we owe him yes, from yes, last yes. March Madness. So I, I think we're gonna I'm going to talk to him about some dates in February that we can get him on the show uh, and talk some sports with, with Andy. But he, he puts a good one out there, and we're going to roll with it. How about Andrew Luck? Oh, oh, very good. good. All right, good Andy. Winning all kinds of contests. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's our go-to. If we want to know what's happening in college basketball or rookie quarterbacks, we go to Andy <laughs> Hofford. Uh, college basketball, interesting. The March Madness is going to be absolutely bonkers because <laughs> yes. how many teams could possibly win? 15? Yeah. 20? Because yeah. no one wants Houston to hold got, on to the number Houston one. got beat by Temple, Temple today. By Temple. Um, Kansas got smoked <laughs> earlier this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, all right, Natalie, what's next? Who has the record for most? Wait, I'm rereading the question. Who has rushed for the most yards in one quarter? Most yards in a quarter? Oh. So, listen, I know this isn't the answer, but LaShawn McCoy had an insane second half in that snowball game I went to. I think he rushed for over 200 yards in that game and did not rush a lot in the first half. 
I'm not saying it's LaShawn McCoy, but like hey, those are the types of games. That are coming. This one, there's no way I can pull this out, out of my head without any kind of help. So I'm going to guess LaShawn McCoy just because I, I'm, I'm guessing before we cross something off. No, no. then that's fine. That's All fine. Right, give us the team. The Chiefs on September 23rd, 2012. Oh, Priest Holmes. No? Okay. Jamal Charles. Yes. Yeah. The next next Priest Holmes. Yeah, the next one that took over for him. In the third quarter of a game against the New Orleans Saints on September 23rd, 2012, then um, his... 162 yards in that quarter. In one quarter. Included a 91-yard touchdown that cut the Saints' lead to 21-13, and it sparked the Chiefs' impressive comeback. I was going to say, he had 162 yards in a quarter, and the Chiefs were losing? Well, this is pre-Andy Reid, so they were... Is that probably... Was that during the time where they didn't have a wide receiver with a touchdown in, like, two years or something like that? Like Dwayne Bowe? Yes. All right, Natalie, what else you got for us? <laughs> um, who has the most rushing yards by a quarterback in one game? In a single game? Yes, single game so. rushing by a quarterback? Well, Michael Vick had the first, was the first player to, quarterback to rush for 1,000 2011. Yards. We're talking 2011. That's, okay, that's so great. it's not Lamar. No. No, it is not Lamar. That scared me. <laughs> uh so it's not Lamar Jackson. He wasn't in the league yet. Vic was still in the league in 2011. What other what other quarterback was a big in the rushing? Um, I, I feel like I'm going to need the team because I, I don't – I can't imagine – Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. What would he have been doing that in 2011 though? Because he would have been. He might have been out of the league already. Yeah, I was gonna say because his first year in the league was what 07? something like that. Watch, she'll be like Tennessee Titans. <laughs> All right, what team, Natalie? Um, the team. The 49ers. Jeff Garcia. <laughs> Oh, Colin, Colin Kaepernick. Kaepernick. Yes. Oh man. oh, man. So I knew he ran. I didn't I know guess, he ran that much. I didn't guess you Garcia would have been in 2011. <laughs> I feel like he played forever, too. You see too. him popping up on interviews You're lately. Get this He's one right still away. jacked. What's up? You're going to get this one first guess. Oh, don't do that. No pressure. Oh, no. no pressure. <laughs> Who has the record for most seasons with 4,000 or more passing yards? Dan Marino. What? Why not? You know, it's one of it's one of those losers that have passed him since then. Read it again. How many? Who has the record for most seasons with four thousand or more passing yards? Play played for the play for the Broncos. Well, the Broncos. John Elway. Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning. Yes, Peyton. Oh, play for the Broncos. <laughs> that one's. <laughs> that kind of throws me off a little bit. So I was going to say, it's got to be either Peyton Manning, Drew right. Brees, Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers, or Tom Brady. Like those, yeah. if, it's not, yeah. if it's not Marino, those are the five that right. I'm going to. I know for a lot of the other quarterback things, Elway comes up, Montana comes up, Bradshaw comes up. Terry Bradshaw was the answer earlier. Which was, who was the first quarterback to win four Super Bowls was yeah. that one. Uh, Uncle Rich said uh, Steve Young, so that would have been a good. He yeah, was, he was kind a, of that's a, a good guess. So that's a good guess, both for the rushing quarterback uh, and the passing yardage one. Yes. Um, okay, let's. Why don't we do another? All right, you got another one for us. Yep. Who has the most interceptions in a single season? Like it's not Peyton Manning. Are you talking quarterback or like the de- defensive? Well, oh yeah, I, you're talking about. Th- Interceptions thrown? Interceptions thrown? Like, is the answer a quarterback, or are we looking for a defender? Uh, let me just see if it's... Okay, um, I feel like... Well, by career, I believe it's Brett Favre, isn't it? In his career, career. Brett Favre's thrown the most Can you repeat the question? Like, just the question in general. Oh, 
he was a receiver, and then he was a defensive back. Oh, so it is the defensive version who who has most career interception. Was it someone like like Daryl Green or Champ Bailey? Fifties. Fifties. Okay. (laughs) Ah man. Nineteen fifties. Wide receiver. Wide receiver turned defensive back. I figure in the 1950s, they just like, uh, yeah, just stay out there, flip over, <laughs> flip right. the other side of the ball. Ooh, I don't I, I don't even know if it's worth asking for a team because I don't know that I could pull out a, a 50s era I may, defensive I may back. know the name, right, but yeah. I'm not going to be able to guess it. All right. I think you stumped us on this one. On this one? Yeah. Dick Night Train Lane. Oh, Night Train Lane. Yeah, but I, I wouldn't have guessed never would have gotten that. No, I never would have gotten Where were you then that one, Uncle Rich? Come to be on. honest, I kind of expected Sands to type in and, and get that one. <laughs> all, right, all right. We can't like, end I'm on I'm not the... saying that jokingly. Like, I feel like that's something he would have known. Well, we can't end on that note, so let's let's keep going. Let's go with another one. Hit us with another one. Who led the NFL in rushing yards in 2021? Colts. Didn't you... Colts. Oh, Jonathan Taylor. Yes. Again, fancy football stars, man. You, you've got these guys. <laughs> not this year. He screwed me over. <laughs> All right, next. The Colts. Next? The Colts. They screwed everyone hard. over. Who was first to reach a thousand rushing and a thousand receiving yards in one NFL season? The first person to do it. Yes. <sighs> a thousand rushing and a thousand receiving. Eighty-three. He said, "His name is going to become a great football player very soon." When did in in eighty four? When did Dickerson play? He what? led right. his team, the 49ers. Oh. I was thinking like Eric Dickerson, maybe Bo Jackson. I don't. Yeah, I I don't know. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, I don't. You said for the 49ers. Yes, the 49ers. In the A's. Trying to think of my Tecmo Bowl. Like, right, yes. Yeah. All right, we're this looking guy, for an 80s running back. This guy is a running back, yes. Um, oh, no. Said even though he was a running back. Well, I kind of assumed it was going to be yeah, a running back because the receiver, a yeah. So he would have been playing with Joe Montana and Jerry Rice, right? In the in the mid eighties. Oh, oh, there. Yeah, thank you, Uncle Rich. How about Roger Craig? Yes. Yeah, there we go. And Jamie Sands got it too. There we go. Roger Craig. Yes, yes, that makes sense. And I believe he was on Techmo. <laughs> so why didn't you have that one? Still, still loading. All right. Who has the Packers record for most career passing yards? I. Is this the last one you want, or um? We're getting close to needing to cut it out, so we'll, we'll see. We we'll see. This can be the last one, and then we can talk about what happened in um, the other games yesterday. And okay, we can do that. And then, well, I would really like to get this one. Uh, I mean, I have two good guesses. Well, right, it's, <laughs> I, it has to be Aaron Rodgers or Brett Favre. I just it's did Rodgers pass? Not Jordan Love. Favre. Not yet. Check back in fifteen years when he's. The next in a long line of prima donna quarterbacks in Green Bay. Yeah, in 15 years when he's forcing his way out to go somewhere else. Right. That's what they do, to go to the Jets. I, I, I feel like it's got to be Brett Favre. You think it's still Favre? Yeah. All right, Brett Favre. Yes. All right, still Favre. Well, that's why Rogers got to come back. Because I just feel like Favre is so far well, up on those like those career to the next totals. One is Josh Allen. <laughs> well, I definitely don't want you to ask that question. <laughs> All right, so that's a good segue, though. Josh Allen, uh, look, I feel like at. I don't know how to say this without sounding like a Dolphins fan. A Dolphins fan. Why? But see, Why? it's okay because you are a Dolphins I, fan. I know, I know. You're not you're not wrong. Like, I, you I are feel, a Dolphins fan. I know, I know. I'm not lying about that. I I feel like the overwhelming the drooling over Josh Allen is a bit too much for me. 
because I, 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 I don't honestly, I don't have him in the same. Like, I, he's not Patrick Mahomes, and I know last year he played insane, and I guess I. It's hard for me to say that Josh Allen isn't the reason that they're losing some of their games that they've lost this year. Well, he had a ton of turnovers this year. And I, I don't know. I No matter how what I say, it'll be taken poorly because I'm a Dolphins fan and I don't like the Bills. So the thing is, like, the Bills had a fine season. The problem is the Bills are at a point where a fine season is not going to cut it anymore. Right. And Two years in a row now, they didn't even make the AFC Championship game. Right. And they're Super Bowl contenders, if not favorites, especially this year. Right. And so you look at it. I just, yeah, I, I, I think they really missed Von Miller today um, more than they have in some of the other games. But I, I think two things can be true. I think the, the, the bills underachieved for the year and specifically microcosm today, but the Bengals are good. The Bengals, right? I know it, it's weird to say they're not flashy because they have Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase, <laughs> but like it's it wasn't a flashy win today. You're not going to get a ton of flashy wins in Buffalo, like in that weather. But you have that win today. Um, they just they they dominated. Um, and I know, and someone I can't remember if it was a broadcaster or an analyst brought up that. Actually, I think it was, I want to say it was Greg Cassell on the Ross Tucker show said that Buffalo doesn't have good offensive personnel. Like they have average offensive no, personnel. They were talking about this before this morning. They're like, if Stefan Diggs is not going off, they don't like their offense is in trouble. Right. And I know Gabe Davis is, a, you know, flash in the pan has a couple big games just like last year against Kansas City. But they just they have Stefan Diggs and who else? Like it's Josh Allen and Diggs. Dawson Knox, okay, is is you know is a top ten well, tight end, well, but he's not again, Travis Kelsey. They should have been able to establish a run game, and they haven't been able to for years, other than Josh Allen. Right, right. Devin Singletary is a guy. They got right. Naheem Hines, who is more but of like a, a special team with that guy. team with Stefan Diggs, Josh Allen, tight ends. A guy should be enough. A guy should be enough. And right? it's not. And it's not. So, and, and honestly, this probably is a... And, and in part, Cincinnati's good. Cincinnati could win next week. Like, oh, I, Honestly, right now, I, with a hobbled Mahomes who's going to try to play through... Right. Do you, like... I, honestly, I almost look at it as, like, I think this is Cincinnati's game to lose. Oh, I agree. I don't know that they'll actually be favored, but to me, it would be an upset if the Chiefs win. And that's not a knock on the Chiefs, but, like... Patrick, and I know it's not the same, but they beat they beat the Chiefs when Mahomes was healthy. Why would I think they're not going to when Mahomes is not? The, you know, now without Tyreek Hill, now the Chiefs are interesting offensively. They're very interesting, much like, but much like the Bills, who do they have? They have one receiver. Yeah, who's a tight end? It's Mahomes and Kelsey and. Allen and Diggs, right? Because all of their other guys are just They're guys. guys. They're guys. Like, I mean, I, the Chiefs are getting more right. out of their running backs because Pacheco looks yes. good yes. and Jared McKinnon has yes. come on. Whereas I don't think Devin Singletary and James Cook have done much for the Bills, right? But the Bengals, the same thing. Like they've got, they have the Bengals have the best right. offensive playmakers of any of those three teams it will be interesting because the bills notoriously all year couldn't get a pass rush on anyone especially after they lost von miller specifically after they lost von which is shocking because of the draft capital they've invested there the chiefs tend to be able to pressure on passing the rest of the defense is a huge question mark but like a lot of that can be hidden when you if those injuries that are on the offensive line for the Cincinnati persist into next week. That could could just be an interesting path in terms of how that's going to play out. Hit the two-minute warning. San Francisco just got a first down. 
Ooh, okay. Well, um, I don't know. So the, the Bills, this is a lost season for the Bills. They now have wasted two of Josh Allen's prime years. Yeah. Now, obviously, quarterbacks can play a lot longer than their mid-30s, but when you play the way he does, I, he's not going to play till he's 40, at least not that way. No. They need to get more offensive playmakers. It cannot just be Stefan Diggs. They either need to increase their offensive line to help Devin Singletary and James Cook, or they need to bring in a stud running back to pair with See, Josh Allen. I feel like build the line. If you build the line, then – Running back is a heck of a lot easier to find because then you have options at running back, not just to skip to another game last night. And this is, I love Miles Sanders, but Eagles got it done with three different running backs last night. And yeah. then, now Sanders set the tone early and often in that game. And that was great. But Miles, um, Boston Scott, giant killer. And then you had Kenneth um, Gainwell, Kenneth Gainwell slicing through him at the end. Like, and why? Because the line was just leaning on people, man. Yeah, well, we heard all season about how good the Giants' interior defensive line was with and Dexter Lawrence just went right and Leonard Williams. Because there wasn't a lot of show, especially early on. They were running right up the gut. Well, and even off the edge with Kayvon Thibodeau, I yeah. don't think any of those guys had sacks or tackle for losses. No. They were, Thibodeau, they were and Thibodeau, when lined up over um, – Thibodeau – when lined up over uh, Lane Johnson, had zero pressures and zero like sacks and like every like Lane Johnson who has a torn lig a torn tendon in his hip, and Kelsey same thing up the middle like it just, wasn't happening. No. And so, but uh, Buffalo, I think the line is how you fix it because with the line, then it, it helps you get all that other stuff going. I think with that performance. I think it skyrocketed to the Eagles to the top of the list of Super Bowl favorites again. Let's hope. Because it had been a little rough the last month just with injuries oh. and oh, their play. And right. I, I have to point out, though, and I think I pointed this out to you in, in our texts, and I, I was guilty of it. I was worried about the Eagles so-called having to beat a team three times, you know. And even though it's been pointed out multiple times this past week that like two thirds of the time, the team who won both games in the regular season also wins that third matchup, which is pretty good in playoffs, you know, like a yeah. two thirds thing, like especially in the NFL playoffs, I feel like, but then you go from there. Everybody was talking about the hot giants, the hot giants, the hot giants with that Eagles game included finished the season three, seven and one over their last. Yeah. 11. I said this to my dad like, today. They weren't that hot. I, I said, they, remember, they started six and two. They finished, what, nine and eight. That's right. three and six down the stretch. Right. Or well, they weren't. No, there was a tie I, in there. Our, right? buddy, our buddy Jake they were nine, the seven pointed seven it out, out to me. He's like, he's like they're not hot. <laughs> no. Now, now the, I was, but I was scared because the playoffs, there, there's just so much on it. And like what the Eagles had been shaky at best over the last month. The, the only thing to throw water on the Eagles fire and douse those flames is the, the 49ers, nine, are, the not Niners the, are not the, not the Giants. Right, right. The 49ers are not the Giants. The 49ers are in good position to win their 12th in a row. Right. They're going to have to come to Philly for sure, but like they're the best team the Eagles have played since I, Dallas, I guess. Yeah, and it's hard because Dallas, those two games are so weird. Right, because both teams um, were missing a quarterback. Right, each time they played. Right. So, I mean, I, I, I certainly think the Eagles will be the favorite, especially because it's at home. No matter who they play, whether it's Dallas or San Francisco, but it's looking like it's going to be the Forty ers Why would you run out of bounds? Just uh, slot dive in bounds. So, all right, Natalie. Let's uh, before we wrap up, let's ask you these final questions. If the NFC Championship game is between Philadelphia and San Francisco. Who do you think will win? Um, I I got to go the 49ers. You're picking the 49ers to win the NFC Championship. Okay. In the AFC Championship, we have the Cincinnati Bengals visiting the Kansas City Chiefs. Who do you think will win? Who I think? Who do you think will win? 
Okay, so you think it's going to be 49ers Chiefs, I a rematch from a few years ago. I Can we talk about how last week I got all of them right, <laughs> and this week it looks like I'm going to get all of them right again, all my predictions. Are you going to be perfect again two weeks in a row? Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, because oh. I, well, I, does, <laughs> I guess... That's not what Uncle Justin wants to hear right now. <laughs> I guess the Chiefs, Regression the, to the Eagles, next the Bengals, and the 49ers, those, those are the people I guess. All right, well, you heard it here. Uh, You're going to make me root against the 10-year-old on her birthday. <laughs> is that, is that <laughs> what we're exactly doing? exactly what you're saying right now, yeah. Oh, so Natalie was perfect on her playoff picks if the 49ers can hold on for a minute and 41 seconds. Natalie will be back-to-back perfect and leading our uh, our family confidence pool. Yes. And she is saying it will be 49ers over Eagles in Philadelphia but Chiefs over Bengals in Kansas City, which sets up a rematch from, what, three years ago where the 49ers should have had a Super Bowl win and Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs came back to win. That one was in February 2020. That was the Chiefs' first Super Bowl victory in 50 years. I'd be okay if um, Shanahan had one of those uh, epic collapses next week. I mean, honestly, I would rather it not happen and the Eagles just win like in the fashion they beat the Giants yesterday. But... Um, if he has one of those where they just like refuse to run the ball in the second half for some reason and the Eagles take advantage of that, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> so Adam just said, good thing she doesn't participate in the regular season pick them. This year, yeah, I, I, she already said yeah. mid this year, she was like, I want to play next year. That's what happened to, with Austin last year. Remember, like yeah. the last third of the season, I was like, I'm just sending you his picks so he'll stop bothering me. He's not actually. <laughs> That's right. It, yeah. Like, the last few weeks, right. he sent, sent them to me. Right. And this year, he just crushed me along with. Virtually everyone yeah. else that didn't forget to send in picks, we and both, even some of them that almost we, did. we both had bad years right. this year. You had a really bad right. year, which is funny because you picked the teams really well before the season. A ten-year-old won over you. Oh, that's in this. That's in this. Right? Yeah, and we're not. Cr- and we're not over. You're yet. crushing me in this too. You can't be bragging yet. You're, yeah, I can. I can brag even if I. This even is, if I, I have these this, discussions be, with Austin I'd be all the time about how, like, two weeks right, in a row. right, like Austin will just That's like, insane. Yeah, like he he will like say like, oh, we're like the best team. I'm like, oh my gosh, why would you say that? Like, why? <laughs> Knock on wood. Or like you know, Try or it. like when you know, like Penn State is playing like a clearly inferior team. Austin will be like, oh, they're absolutely going to win. I'm like Austin, no. don't like, say that. Right, like you can't say that. You're he, he hasn't nuts. been struck down enough by fandom yet. Right, to, right. till you always no, you don't say that. Well, you don't to say be that. fair, he started rooting for the Bengals and they got good. I mean, if I if I had that kind of like confidence and you know, that would be amazing. But. All right. Well, we're 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 here at the end. I think it is time for us to wrap up. So, Natalie, thank you for joining us and thank you for quizzing us on NFL trivia. It was a lot of fun. I think we still have some pages left in your book that you received for your birthday today. So, we will uh we'll make sure to run through that and we'll have to have you on again sometime. Your book's upside down if you're trying to show it off. There we go. Mm-hmm. It's like Sports Illustrated Kids, Big Book of Who, Football. And who's on that front cover there, Natalie? Uh, that's Patrick. There you go. So still have the opportunities to see the Chiefs back in the Super Bowl. I'm sure they're excited to try to avenge their loss in the AFC Championship game last year to the Cincinnati Bengals. Because Mitchell didn't ran out of bounds on that first down. It play. Looks like they're holding All right, well, game's not over. But we're going to finish up here so that we can finish watching this game. But thanks, thank you, Natalie, for joining us, and happy birthday, sweetie. Ten years. I hope you have a great day at school tomorrow, and I hope you had a wonderful birthday today. I hope you enjoyed your party. Yes, I did. All right. Thank you. All right, Justin. Anything else from you? Any shout-outs or mentions? No. No. We will be back in two weeks. We are not going to have a show next week. We will continue to celebrate Natalie's birthday with Kelly's family next weekend. So we will be once again watching the AFC and NFC championship games with them two years in a row. So it'll be exciting to hang out and watch those games next week. Grandma said happy birthday. And a lot of of people have said happy birthday. So we're going to hang out with uh, the Rosses, watch the games next Sunday. And Justin and I will be back then the following Sunday, which will be February 5th. And that's when we will do our Super Bowl uh, preview and get caught up to speed with a few things 
Uh, I would like to maybe do a, a, a show the following Saturday, the day before the Super Bowl as well. Uh, we're going to reach out to Andy Hoffert in our chat tonight, our defending March Madness champion. He, he is due an appearance on the show. He has a shirt. I gave him a shirt last year, uh, sometime last spring or summer, but he, ha- he d- is owed an appearance on the show. Um, and yes, before I, I go, there are a few more birthday shout outs I want to give. One of them is for my cousin's daughter, Peyton. She's celebrating on the 27th, so a little less than a week. And also my cousin, uh, Andrew, has a birthday coming up uh, this week as well. Uh, hopefully I'm not forgetting anybody. I don't have the calendar up in front of me. But uh, happy birthday to Natalie and all those celebrating this week and the week after, as we won't be back until February 5th. But we appreciate you all tuning in. Um, Natalie is a pretty big draw, so uh, we'll have to have her back to quiz us again, Justin, sometime soon. And, uh, well, and the way she picks things, she'll probably start winning some contests and get on here soon. Well, enough, it, so, well eventually yeah. it's going to be the Joe Mays and J-Raff show featuring Natalie. Yes, yes. yes. The Joe Mays, uh, And I, I know I know, one of our um, show. regular listeners is uh, would be perfectly fine with that, as he's he's politicking for me to be off the show every week. So. Yeah, I'm surprised I don't have a message to say. It should just be the Joe and Natalie show. Right. The Joe Nat so. show. All right, well, there's like, 20 we're like in the same thing as last year we're coming down to the wire with them having yeah, no maybe time running maybe down Dak will run maybe Dak will run a sneak here and then can go into overtime they're gonna have to pick up a whole bunch no yeah. out of bounds so, so the niners should have sacked him for a safety but they just blew the tackle he like hit him instead of wrapping him up oh my gosh yeah all right well let's get out of here so we can finish yeah. this off and get you off to bed kiddo so thanks for tuning in everyone we appreciate it Uh, Happy birthday to Natalie, and we'll be back again in two weeks. Enjoy the AFC and NFC Championship games next weekend. Bye. See ya. That's a wrap on this episode of the Joe Mays and J-Rap Show, brought to you by Mays Sandwich Shop. You can watch each weekly episode live on Facebook, Periscope, or YouTube. Be sure to like, follow, or subscribe to the show on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Google Play. You can also rate and review us on many of these platforms as well. We'd love to hear from you. Send your email to the Mays Sandwich Shop inbox at joemaysandjraff at gmail.com. The Joe Mays and J-Rap Show is a part of the JMNJR Radio Network, home to other productions such as the Bulldog Hour, Tangents with Friends, and Nat Chats with Dad. Until next time.